Lunch Crew Productions is proud to present their new Game Launcher, designed to replicate the same thing all of the other launchers do, but pay game makers 150% of what they are asking. All you need to do is sign up friends and neighbors and get them to sign up their friends and neighbors and get them to sign up their friends and neighbors and get them to sign up their friends and neighbors and get them to sign up their friends and neighbors and get them to sign up their friends and neighbors and get them to sign up their friends and neighbors. Everybody, welcome to episode nine. Uh, surprised we made it this far. So, uh, how are you guys doing? Well, if you want, you can pretend the nine is an upside down six, and we can turn it back three episodes. <laughs> uh, today's episode is older gamers and you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like every episode, though. So, oh yeah, well, this is all about older gamers and you. So, okay, today, today we're going to be talking about the launcher wars. I'm just going to get that out of the way, especially. Uh, because that was what our intro, you know, bring it all together, launchers, and we'll be making sure everybody who's not on the same page is absolutely on the same page with the rest of us. But first, we're going to talk about, ouch, what is going on in gaming this week as we're recording? Uh, yeah, which, uh, I'm pretty good, Patrick. How are you? <laughs> our timing is phenomenal. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I was waiting, waiting, waiting for the right moment to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Okay, How no, about you? Help. Yep. Are, you, are you good? Yeah, I'm not bad. That's, that's good to know. Uh-huh. Uh, so something about game launchers. I forgot because there's so damn many of them. I can't tell them all apart. Wow. <laughs> yes. Very uh, good point. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that in depth soon enough. But let's talk about what's going on in gaming uh, this week as we're recording. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Resident Evil 2, I think, remake came out. And it is a love letter to the Resident Evil series. Have you guys seen anything about it? Uh, I've seen some some videos on it, but I wasn't really a huge Resident Evil fan. My personal game was, uh, what the hell was it? The one with the mitochondria. Um, Parasite Eve was my Oh, uh, mitochondria. I was going to say it was a Star Wars game. No, no, no. That's no, oh, that's midichlorians. My bad. Okay. <laughs> well, so, it wasn't. Anyway, yeah. So, Okay, so yes, uh, gamers, uh, especially retro gamers, the ones who who remember, you know, the PlayStation One era, uh, which is where Resident Evil Two and One came out on, are just absolutely thrilled. Capcom did a great job uh, making a game that is modern and yet at the same time just an absolute throwback to the game back in the system. Yeah, you know, we 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 look back at games with rose colored glasses, and normally when we play them again, we're like, wow, this this is awful, but. <laughs> In the case of this, they just overwhelming uh, response is has been positive. Speaking of games that uh, that are beautiful and looking good, Kingdom Hearts three is out, and uh, you guys seen anything about that? No, that's not a genre of game I usually follow. So, nope. Right, right. Nope. Disney. Haven't heard um, anything. It okay. Well, I can tell you since I have my ear to the pulse of the of the gaming internet. Um, it is another lovely, well-built game. But the problem is that many people are reporting is that Kingdom Hearts 3, which is an adventure game by a company called Square Enix that mixes Square Enix's Final Fantasy style with Disney's characters and worlds uh, and Square Enix's 
penchant for making cutscenes. Cutscenes, <laughs> cut uh, very long cutscenes, uh, but also convoluted stories with really bizarre storylines to the point where many people who've returned to the series after many, many years look at it and go, how in the world did I enjoy this as a kid? It doesn't make any sense. And that's Kingdom Hearts in a nutshell. If you tried to pick up Kingdom Hearts 3 as a new player, you would have to watch probably three to four hours worth of video just to understand what ex exactly is going on. And you may walk away going, I don't know anything more except for the fact that Donald is a terrible healer and Goofy likes pushing Hercules off of cliffs. So nice. uh, the, the, the joke I wrote is uh, it's, it's possible that these, these gamers that grew up with the, with the kingdom Hearts series grew out of the game. Gosh, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> so the next thing <laughs> ties into our topic, uh, which is Epic games now epic games is a publisher uh and what a publisher basically does is a, is a, a design or a, a studio comes up to them and says hey we got this game and the publisher says great well we've got this way of delivering it to people either uh through brick and mortar or you know mail delivery or even digitally they'll figure out ways to to present the product to the world that's what uh these companies do for developers um right and they usually end up bankrolling them and stuff like that too yeah yeah time, yeah the, so. because it, a triple a game or even even any game costs a lot of money to create and um because modern games uh, are very complicated take a lot of people to build them and ken you've worked on mods uh which were labors of mm -hmm. love and volunteer and you would have a staff of how many well so the big one of the biggest problems on mods is you will have a uh core group of like a cup a handful of people like maybe five and then you have a lot of people that come in and out of the mod because they're interested, but then realize they it's a lot of work and they leave. But under a dozen, usually at any time. And that's so. working within a framework created by an, another company. Uh, so a dozen people creating something on top of something that's already been created. That that base system can use up to, say like Ubisoft's uh, uh, Assassin's Creed series, three to 500 people, um, 300 to 500 people at any given time working on a product, uh, you know, yeah, so and you're looking at you know mocap and 3D animators and programmers and testing and then platform testing and a, a lot of a lot a lot of man hours, a lot of development assets. You and then you get the stuff where like you develop this like thing, you put you know 14 weeks of developers' time into it, and you realize it's no good, and you have to scrap it and go back and redo it. So yeah, it's a it's a large time sink. So it's no wonder that a lot of major games now run like almost hundreds of millions of dollars for development so so and yeah many years in development <laughs> yeah years yeah. and years and years and years in development and how, uh, how long did duke nukem take <laughs> forever uh yeah very good uh, for for elderly gamers that joke is the last duke nukem game was called duke nukem forever and balls of steel my name is john st john i'm the voice of duke nukem I'm here to chew gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of gum. That was way better than mine. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, the, my personal favorite is when he reverse, re, you know, reverses the two. I'm here to kick gum and chew ass, and I'm all out of ass. Epic is is uh, uh, is a publisher. A publisher, and you know, publishers do more than just bankroll. They also do licensing things, where like say they they do all the detail work that is not needed by the develop. Developers create the game, the the company makes sure everything. You know, so there's a lot. There's it's a symbiotic relationship, and uh, what's happened here is 
is there's a way of delivering media digitally. There's, there's a couple of different, they call them launchers. Uh, there's steam, there's uh origin, there's good old games. There's discord has their, there's issue go, I think is another one. What's that? You play, you play. Yeah, you there's play a bunch game. of different ways to get your product to consumers digitally. We'll talk more in detail about that, but Epic Games is the is is releasing a game called Metro. It's the latest Metro in a series. It's uh, it's pretty popular. Yeah, it's very popular. It's it's finally Metro is going from first person shooter, basically you know you go from point A to B to C to D to an open world, which is like the thing to do uh, in the evolution of your game is to go from you know. A to B to C to the open world where you can go anywhere at any time and do anything. So this new Metro game was on Steam to accept pre-orders, which meant if you bought it on Steam, you were going to play it on Steam. You would load up Steam and you would go to your list of games, you'd click on it, and then Metro would load. But then what they recently did was they said, you know what? We're going to create our own launcher and sell our own games there. And you know what? We're going to pull Metro off of Steam and we're going to only have it on our launcher. Now, if you pre-ordered it, cool, you'll be able to get it on our launcher. Well, this created a kerfluffle, and we'll go into this kerfluffle in a little bit. So hopefully I explained that well, guys. Did I miss anything? Um, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Oh, you wanted me to correct you. No, 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 no. We'll let the error stand. This aggression shall not stand. What? What? No, seriously, what, what did I miss? Uh, Epic, Epic isn't the publisher for Metro. It's um, some other company, and they came up with they they did a uh, one year exclusivity agreement with Epic Games. Uh, really, one like C yes. or somebody maybe? Something I'm not. Like yeah, that. let's let's let that that mistake stand because you know that's that's a huge deal. I thought Epic was the publisher. No, they're just the content deliverer. Exactly, and the publisher screwed over Steam. Yes. Yes. Well, very interesting. See, when when we discuss this, I don't think that the publisher exactly screwed over Steam. I don't think that. I personally, I don't think that they did that. I think that people are uh, got their panties in a bunch because it's a single fucking player game anyway. Who gives a shit who launches it? But that's in in the case of that particular game. Now, other games, i.e., Division Two, I feel a little bit differently on. Okay, well, we'll get into end. that. Yeah, exactly. Th- that, that is a huge clarification. Epic Games is just the content deliverer, no different than Steam, um, but Epic is a, a company that does release their own games as well, just like Valve, who owns Steam, technically does the same thing. <laughs> technically. Well, didn't they release a game recently? Hearthstone, and it was a disaster. Uh, no, 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 the card game. Hearth, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. The, 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 Not um, Hearthstone, that's Blizzard. Um, um, yes, yes. I can't yes, remember. Done by, uh, Artifact. Uh, Artifact. Artifact. And it and it was a disaster. People hated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> there uh, are c- currently like three play- people playing it at any given time. It's it's really nice. I, I don't understand why people like a lot of the complaints about it. I know we're kind of going off the what we're talking about, but it's relatively relevant because it's recent news. Um, I don't know why a lot of people had a lot of the reviews they did about Artifact because it was designed by the same guy who designed Magic the Gathering. So of course it's about collections and trading and car. So I'm like, ah, 
maybe if you take a step back and realize how evil the card game Magic Gathering is, you'll understand that it's really not that much different. <laughs> well, you know, I think if another any other company besides Valve had released a game that did this uh, oh, with the pedigree enough. that it had, people yeah. would have been a little bit more understanding. But gamers are so salty that they would absolutely cut their noses off to spite their face. Even if the game is phenomenal, they're going to punish Valve for not making Half-Life 3. Uh, That's true. Or making this half-assed attempt at a video game and it's may not be half-assed again it's it's the pedigree is phenomenal but that's how gamers view it well yeah there's again kind of more off topic but it's semi-relevant a lot of people have been wondering what the hell valve has actually been up to the last couple years because it's nothing really tangible so it just makes everyone wonder yeah absolutely two things that we want to make sure we touch base with uh uh brandon you want to solidify your marriage authorox there you go. And uh, this one is a shout out to my sister, uh, a video game that you really need to know about um, because you were so horrified by Blood and Bacon and then the toilet simulator. Uh, here's one for you. Uh, I believe it was called VR Flush. VR Flush. That's correct. Okay. And uh, weekly, we're going to add a new segment, uh, Games to Horrify My Sister to. Okay. This week's game is Shower with Your Dad Simulator 2015. Do you still shower with your dad? That is the full title. It exists on Steam. That has a mostly positive review. You're welcome. Enjoy. Okay. Well, that was our... When do we release the uh, winners of our uh, blood and bacon sweepstakes? Well, (laughs) that's a really good question. Um, I think when we actually have people comment... uh, (laughs) The only person who's commented explicitly requested to not receive a copy. (laughs) I I would almost feel bad to give them a copy anyway, but we might do it anyway. You know who you are. Yep. <laughs> so, so you've met me, right? Yes. Okay. So that person gets blood and bacon. Yep. Yep. They might I... get blood and bacon every day. <laughs> <laughs> One randomly selected listener every day will receive a copy of blood and bacon. Yep. Yep. Well, we're, yep. That cookie this, alert no, that you get this, from WordPress. This is, our, this is actually our pyramid scheme to get more listeners. Um, <laughs> yep. You sign if up their friends and neighbors. We have you will continually receive blood and bacon until you bring someone new until to the fold. Someone new, <laughs> and then you have a fifty percent chance of getting blood and bacon. That's exactly. right. Bring, bring more, more people, people in, and your chances <laughs> drop. That is right. So okay, um, well, we already talked about what a game launcher is, and and what the question is is why does it matter uh that there are one there is one game launcher or more than one game launcher why does it matter guys i think a lot of people like to have their library in one location or that's Mm -hmm. that's at least what they say they say they like to have their library in one location they like to have their friends organized on in in one platform Mm -hmm. um at least that's 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 what they say um that's that's a great way to start with that so what we'll do is we'll dig in deeper after the break Hey everyone, Ken here. Just a quick note that you can find our website at lunchcrewproductions.com. There you can find our social media, Discord, show notes, and of course, subscribe to our shows. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy. Raul de Jesus. Ah, welcome back. Uh, So yeah, today's topic, game launchers uh, and why you as a listener and as a game player, whether you are a massive game player or just a 
filthy casual a filthy filthy casual yeah it, 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 why it you sh- you should care why why does it matter uh whether or not 1500 game launchers exist uh and there's there's actually quite a bit of of nuance to this that i didn't realize when i first started researching this and as you can tell by the beginning of the the show i researched really well <laughs> and am well informed uh but first and foremost a game launcher is basically a program that's wrapped around other programs to allow you to keep all your games in one place, keep all this associated stuff in one place, you know, and make sure your games are always patched and up to date. And uh, your metadata, your the, the your community social networking things with inside the game network. Right, everything everything is there for for you in one place to play your games. That sounds like a great service. Uh, you can go buy games. You can buy downloadable content, also known as DLC. You can buy. Um, you can you can even install mods. Some 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 game launchers allow you to do the mods directly. Like, and the and the the granddaddy of them all, and I think it was two thousand two two thousand four or so, uh, is Valve's Valve Corporation's Steam. And I remember, guys, you remember when Steam first came out? Everyone was up in arms about this idea of Steam. And, and oh yeah, yeah, always yeah. online. Why do I need to be online all the time? Exactly. All this other nonsense. Yep. Yeah, I've, that faded. <laughs> no, well, yeah, it's, the, it's still, it's, it is still a big problem for a lot of you know a lot of people, especially like Europeans and or people in like non-urban areas, right? Where having reliable high-speed internet is still a problem. So, well, my sister lives in the mountains in the in the south, and. Uh, her internet is what? Yeah, she lives okay. in the mountains. We'll go in the with south. That. Right. Yeah, no, we'll... she does. Well, okay, right. you wouldn't consider it the south since it's north of you, but it is a southern style state uh, below the Mason Dixon. And the 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 thing is that she has, uh, and she was telling me about this today. She has only one true option for for uh, high speed internet. Now DSL exists, but it, it's DSL still over copper lines. So it's not really that much in the way of broadband, um, but it's radio. And really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's so not capped. even satellite. She can't get satellite yeah, internet. She, uh, I don't know about that. I don't okay. think so. Maybe she could. I don't, but even, even with satellite, satellite's expensive. And I think this yes. is probably the best deal that she could find. And it's still expensive and it's capped. And so, yeah, it's not just Europe. It's actually in the States where an always online environment is, is, is not necessarily palatable. Yep. Cause a lot of times you won't have any input into whether things start downloading when your game start. Packing. That's true. Well, you can, you can sort of schedule it with, uh, I know with steam you can. Right. Yeah. I know with steam you can, but sometimes you, you know, some games want to patch regardless of anything you have to say about it. That's true. But that was that was then, and now it's been seventeen years later, and we're still, you know, going. Oh my gosh, there's still an issue that hasn't necessarily been resolved, but it exists. So we have Valve, and then we have uh, Valve with Steam, and then we have EA with Origin, and we have Ubisoft yeah. with the Ubi Launcher, and we have uh, who else? Good well, old games. Yeah, good, good old, old games. games. Uh huh. But good old games has an inherent mandate about not being DRM and, and stuff like that, don't they? Yes. yes. And the good old games is doing their level best to make sure no video game ever created will ever die. They will they will find the rights to whoever has it and try to make sure they can sell it again. So if you're looking and, for an old school play- game. Yeah, I make it playable on modern computing platforms. Exactly. That's the other thing uh, to make it playable. So good old games is trying to make, you know, trying to be the internet 
historian with video games. So if you're ever looking for an old school video game that you can't find anywhere else, try good old games. Also GOG.com. So, uh, that ad revenue games. is coming right in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen to that. Yeah. Woo. We are Actually, not I sponsored. I would love to have them as a sponsor because they're, you know, not morally, bleh, not morally reprehensible as far as I know, but just means I haven't dug far enough. Right. <laughs> There's wrong. always yeah. something to get angry, angry. Yeah. Cranky. Cranky. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Yeah. Cranky. What's the one where you're cranky and hungry? Hangry. Uh, hangry. Hangry. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think those are some of the bigger ones as far as that are available in the U.S. I think GMG has their own, which is a Green Man K uh, public. Uh, I don't think they have their own. I think they have hooks into Steam. I'm pretty oh, sure okay. they just have hooks into Steam. Okay, that may be true. And there's also Discord, and Discord just entered the game. Discord's actually one of those ones where you have chat rooms that you can physically type or vocally chat, um, and they're all designed for for gamers. So it has their own launcher. Uh, there's the humble bundle, I think has their own launcher. Bethesda. Bethesda. Well, now that's the thing. Does the Bethesda only has launcher launchers for their own games? Yes. Well, so does Ubi, right? Blizzard. And Microsoft's got a store. Blizzard's got a store. So really steam and discord and good old games and whatnot. And Ishigo, I think you're talking I, about whatever. the storefronts. You, you're, you're more focused on the storefronts versus the, the uh, products pages, essentially. Sure. What what exactly is offered? Is it multi multi developer or I'm sorry, not multi developer? Uh, yeah, multi developer. Yeah, multi developer or is it uh, just the developer that works under the the branch of say EA or whatnot? So that is again a game launcher is just is just a wrapper for other games, and Steam is is by far the the big one like we talked about wow being the mmo steam the mmo to beat steam is the launcher that everybody wants it's, now here's the thing steam takes 30 percent of every sale that's or so uh, and it, that's a fairly big chunk of change especially if they're selling a game from another company besides valve not just a, a an indie developer right so, but here we go. You know, we talked about everybody hating Valve back at the beginning. Why is everyone so dead set on hating having yet another game launcher? Uh, so let, I, yeah, I'll let you answer that because you hate the launchers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in general, I hate launchers because I really am kind of a. I don't like having the zillion different launchers I need to run because now my I don't know I'm weird about computing. I don't want my taskbar to be full of stuff. Um. I don't want to have to have 14 different social networks that I maintain as part of the, you know, the launchers. Uh, it's great having like hanging out with the, our friends every time there's like a new game on like you play and we don't uh, use you play by default or something like that. So when new comes in, we have to do the whole, Hey everyone, what's your, you play account. And they have to sign in and make friends and all this other stuff. So they play together. And uh, yeah, it's that. And I do have some fundamental issues with a couple launchers because of entirely abstract moral constructs of I'm like, I will never run EA's origin because I have a grudge against it, that kind of stuff. So, um, but the big one is the social platform. I don't want to have to reduplicate the same thing over and over and over again. I don't want to run a different program. Uh, I, I do kind of want it unified. Fair enough. Uh, Brandon, do you have a, uh, do you have a take on this? Um, me? I don't mind. I, I honestly, I have on my desktop right now, 
six icons for different launchers, maybe seven, because I don't think Steam shows up on my desktop. And it, it, they, they don't interfere with anything. If they're not running actively, they're not running. So it doesn't really matter to me. As far as duplicating friends, most of them have a import Steam friends thing. So Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> Origin does. So does uh, Uplay. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a while since you use these things. It has, um, yeah. Um, even, like, say, the Blizzard app. I, if I'm not running Diablo, I'm probably not in the Blizzard app. So it, those don't matter to me. Now, that's interesting. I, I'm kind of halfway between Ken and, and you, Brandon. I, I don't really mind launchers because, honestly, odds are I've only got one or two games from that publisher. Uh, so I can safely ignore them and spend most of my time in Steam. Actually, I, I don't even really communicate much in Steam. I use Discord uh, to talk to, to buddies and arrange game uh, game events, you know? I, Gameplay play dates yeah exactly it's it's all or hey worst case scenario we'll text each other hey i'm, I'm about to get into my erectile dysfunction ship and start flying in space you want to join me sure uh sorry that's uh elite dangerous for those of you not up on the uh lingo lingo yeah um <laughs> from five years ago <laughs> here's something that i don't know if many people uh, really, truly think about if and if and and it's a little paranoid and i i get this way sometimes uh a game launcher from a company like Epic, which has a lot of its ownership is of a certain foreign nationality that has a longstanding tradition of not having any care about personal privacy. And in fact, uh, is in a country that every single thing you do from uh, social, either in real life or online, is judged and given value. And your credit rating is all tied into this. So Epic's browser or Epic's game launcher, excuse me, uh, Epic's games launcher could very easily be sitting there with and and uh, with the intention to do the exact same thing, uh, or not even the same thing, but sit there and go, do can I trust this company to put something on my system and have it run and well, be there? Well, you could say that for for any company. You're right. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm going with that. Every single company, like EA, I don't trust EA for anything. Yep. But I, I still have the launcher because the games that I play, you know, that's where they come from. Unfortunately, I'm stuck with their launcher. There's not really much I can do about it. Yes, there is a lot you can do about it. You could pull a cat. Well, well, I could not play the game, but then who am I really hurting? Am I hurting uh, them or am I hurting my entertainment? I'm hurting my entertainment more. Do you, we made a joke a couple of episodes ago about being the battered wives. And that is exactly what it is. We don't necessarily like some of the activity that the, that these companies do, but to get what we want to get our fix, we have to deal with what these companies do. So sure. EA being electronic arts, being ubiquitous as as they are uh, with some powerhouse uh, cookie cutter games that keep coming out over and over and over again um, that people just love, you know, all right, we have to deal with it. There are ways of reacting to that. There are ways of saying, you know, no, this, this will not pass uh, such as uh, the internet's reaction to battlefront two, which is a star Wars uh, take the, on the new one. Yes. The new one okay. and how badly, uh, EA has, has botched the loot boxes. 
Yeah, bots, loot boxes. Loot boxes are basically in-game gambling that allows you to get gear and characters and all sorts of things that you can randomly pick up or you can pay for. And while it's EA still pushing forward with this concept, it is just not half as popular as it could be. I mean, was it Need for Speed, Brandon, that they had that as well? I didn't do any microtransactions on Need for Speed. As soon as I beat the game, I uninstalled it. <laughs> right. But you had that possibility. And in fact, it was tied into sure. the game. Yeah, it was like to do upgrades on your vehicle, which you could previously earn in-game cash, cash mm-hmm. and go to a shop and buy it directly. To earn them, you had to wait for a loot box to drop with what you're looking for. Oh, no, 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 no. It Well, kind of, kind of. It was uh, you spent money on a box and in that box had a chance to have the part that you wanted. So, yeah. That sounds like a very fine distinct. Well, you could spend actual money, right? Well, you could, you certainly could, but you'd have a more guaranteed chance of getting the thing that you wanted. But I mean, come on, the the boxes themselves were like one race's worth of money. Who's not going to just do a four four minute race to the people who want to press the I win, but true, true, very true. The, the, the basic idea is that people want to, they, they will pay to get any advantage they can. EA knows this. And a lot of, a lot of companies know this. In fact, if you look at, if you take this away from PC or, or uh, console gaming and you look at telephone, candy crush, stuff like that, where people will pay money right now, your mobile phone is the gaming app, not a console, not a PC, billions of dollars go into your phone. Where I'm going with this is that we as gamers have to figure out what hills that we want to stand and die on. So we have uh, Epic entering the field and there are people, not just me in my tinfoil hat, there are people who desperately do not trust epic at all because of their their uh their relationship with uh, a nation that does not consider personal privacy to be an important thing we like like brandon says which nation uh, it's china uh blue hole and i th- can't think of the other one um they both uh are are companies that have uh, Chinese companies that have uh, spent a lot of money in uh, american uh, uh game companies, uh, Epic being one of them. So, you know, there are people who are like, okay, well, you know, once it's a slippery slope, as soon as you start allowing one thing to happen, you start losing control over the other things. And and we see it with EA. We, I mean, we want to be able to play the games or Brandon wants to be able to play the games that EA has. Ken says, you know what? They're not, I, I don't like EA, so I'm not going to ever play them. There are games that both myself and Brandon think Ken would love to play. Yeah, I, I would play the heck out of Division or Division Two, but uh, that's Ubisoft. Just, yeah, well, the si- similar things though. I will never install Ubisoft. Well, I will avoid Ubisoft like the plague, and I will never install Origin just because uh, abstract history reasons. I I will never do it. Absolutely understand, and that 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 is a stand. That is a hill you're willing to to, to die on uh, in this, and it's it's not a bad thing. The problem is is that not enough people are willing to to do that as well. And that's not that's not a bad thing. I mean, it is a bad thing, but it's not necessarily to say that, you know, no one else is doing it, so therefore you're wrong. It's that classic, remember that that picture of uh, Boycott Modern Warfare Steam oh, Group when That is my most favorite <laughs> picture ever. It really exactly. is. Okay, everyone that, there is playing Modern Warfare. That that's yeah, ridiculous. That's exactly right. And and to 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 explain, uh there's there was a Steam group that said Boycott Modern Warfare and the day of launch almost every person that is part of that group was playing the game. So to ruin the joke, but 
that way to boycott. <laughs> yep. Way to do it. Yeah. That's stay strong, my brothers. So we, as gamers, we, we, you have to look at it as an addiction and, and game launchers are, you know, it, it, it's, it's a way to get that addiction to us. And again, you don't necessarily try, like Ken, you don't trust EA. You don't trust, uh, you don't trust, uh, Ubisoft. It's not so much that I don't trust them. Like, I think they're going to seal my data and do something with it, which is why I don't use Facebook. Um, I don't trust them. It's that I don't like them. So I have, there are people you don't like, but you trust. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You um, can trust them to act in a specific way. All right. All right. 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 Well, and I have, as a thing that I've done, I've said, I am going to just use steam. It does. There's an ancillary benefit, which is it does limit the amount of subset of games I'm able to play. See earlier uh, episode two was it that we talked about gaming deficit disorder? Mm -hmm. Um, So there's some benefit to that. Yeah. You know, I know steam is probably not the most moral individual group company or whatever, because they, they do things like they probably take a higher percentage. It's a company. You can't really attribute morals to companies, but um, yeah. So they're probably doing something, my data and stuff like this, but it's the, the lot I've cast and it's the lot I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm in that chariot to hell. Well, sorry, I'm in that chariot. If it's going to hell, I'm just along for the ride. So, so hold on. I have a question. Yeah. What, what would change your mind? About? Uh, let's say Ubisoft. What would change your mind about Ubisoft? Uh, man, they would have to uh, really fix a lot basically, of... Basically, where on the doll did Ubisoft touch you? Uh, <laughs> so uh, for Ubisoft, it was just kind of a, a, ba- a history, a background of, you know, industry practices that I didn't really agree with. It was, you know, they were big on DLCs and that kind of stuff that DLCs like really pay play the game. Um, they had some issues like years and years and years and years ago, you know, just just things I didn't like about them. That's really all it was. So so currently, just to point this out, currently yeah. Ubisoft has uh, what is the name of that game? Rainbow Six Siege. Sure. Um, you buy the base game, you get everything. <laughs> sure. No, I understand that. Yeah, which is why it wasn't just the money grab. There's there's some other things that I I can't I can't even remember what they were to be honest with you. Okay. Um, but it was just stuff that left a bad taste in my mouth over time that I just like I don't like Ubisoft. So so there's no way for any company to ever get you back in their good graces. It would be very difficult. Um, it will never happen with Origin because I really, really, really loved Origin Systems Online. And then EA bought them and uh, did naughty things with their corpse. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're they're dead to me. They're just done. There's nothing they can do to redeem themselves. With that said, it's 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 not like I need to go play those games anyway. We're talking about, sure, they're, they're great games. They're pretty. I'm, it, all right. I'm okay not playing the game. Brandon? I'll, I'll get over it. Brandon? Yeah. Just keep a note in mind, if you ever piss off Ken, don't do halvesies. Go all the way. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, yeah. I'm writing that one down. That's another note for me. <laughs> well, since we were talking about Epic Games, um, a long time ago, there was a notable figure in Epic called Cliff. I can never pronounce his name, even though I'm a Polak myself. Cliffy B. Cliffy, Cliffy B. Yes, yeah. Cliffy B is what he went by. Cliff Berlansky or something like that. I'm, I'm terrible. He made some remark about PC gaming being dead like 15, 20 years ago. He, he, I think he said it every year since then, too. So, Well, that's probably also uh, Eventually, true. he'll be correct. <laughs> but, well, he's, reti- he's retired from the industry. Um, 
But ever since then, I was like, fuck that guy. If I ever meet him in person, I'm going to punch him. And this is not like if I meet Buzz Aldrin, I'll deny that the moon landing ever happened so I could get in a fight with Buzz Aldrin and say, hey, I was in a fight with Buzz Aldrin. No, it's because I really don't like Cliffy B because <laughs> he said some stupid shit and he was just doing it for no good reason. He was just being dumb about it. And many, many years ago, like when Cliff B retired, actually, um, he, uh, I, I, uh, some friends of mine that were in the modding scene back then pointed out like, Hey, Cliffy B retired. I'm like, yeah, I guess I, I really, maybe don't have to punch him in the face anymore. And they're like, Jesus, you, you're still on that grudge. I'm like, yes, I am. Hey, Brandon, Ar- arbit- arbitrary grudges, man. Don't forget if you piss off Ken. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, that, that, that makes, that makes a lot, a lot of sense to be honest with you. And, and it's, it's it, even though some people would say you have a single mindedness about being angry and other people say you're voting with your wallet. I salute you for that because that really is the answer. We have to, if we want change in the gaming industry, if we perceive a problem, the only way to make that change is to vote with the wallet. It has worked with EA, even though it's not necessarily, you know, we're still, you know, eating the same food. Anthem is coming out soon. I don't know if they've learned their lesson. (laughs) Anthem. I, okay. Anthem is a, is a, a first person shooter that comes out. It's, I'm sorry. You're right. Third person shooter over the shoulder shooter. Um, looter shooter. Yeah. Looter shooter, which basically means you shoot, you kill things, you get stuff, you upgrade, you continue on. And it's, it's Bioware slash EA. Is that correct? Yes. Their answer to Bungie, uh, Activision's destiny series, which is a first person shooter. And Destiny uh, plays much better on a console, by the way, than a PC. But it is a Destiny is a pretty good game. The story's terrible, makes no sense, doesn't matter. The shoot 'em up aspects is just a lot of fun, fast, frenetic, and if you forget the fact that there's a storyline, if you forget the fact that Peter Dinklage was awful in the first <laughs> one, um, it's a pretty decent experience. Now Anthem had a demo this past weekend and I grabbed it. I was like, yeah, I want to try it out within 10 minutes. I had it uninstalled. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Now here's my question. Was that origins fault? Seeing as uh, I were on topic. <laughs> it wasn't origins fault. No, but to get the game, I had to install origin, which I had not installed or had not installed in a while because when I finish playing that game that may be on your launcher, I get rid of your launcher as soon as possible. So I reinstalled origin to be able to play that game, that demo and which would have been fine. Had I enjoyed the demo enough to be like, yeah, that's cool. This is a pretty cool game. You know, I might be able to play it if you know, the stars align and whatever, but no, it was awful. It was an awful game. And now I had to waste time and now I have to go see if there's any hooks left in my system that origin put their meaty pie fingers in. So anyway, you know, I, it's kind of on topic, but so since you, all right. since you said vote with your wallet, this is not directly vote with your wallet, but this kind of pertains to steam. So, and this can be my popular opinion is uh, I like the, I, the intellectual goals that, uh, Lord Gaben, his his almighty, came up with what he wanted to do with uh, Steam. Not that, of course, he's the president of Valve, but, uh, you know, whatever. It's weird. He's pretty much the leader. He's the uh, default leader. In, um, in Valve, everybody is equal. There is nobody in head of anybody else. That's the theory. In practice, from what insiders say, people who have left Valve, there are some people who happen to be more equal than others. <laughs> Part of that is one of his outlines for for Steam, and this actually tails into a lot of the problems specifically with Steam, 
is he wanted to be an agnostic, uh, libertarian utopian marketplace. Really, that that was kind of the idea. He gave a couple uh, YouTube talks about it, like universities and, and stuff that he was thinking about. So he wanted this whole ecosystem of peer reviewers to review the games, and then if you know they were had a lot of followers, they would get a percentage of the sales and and all this kind of stuff. It would be uh, great if it all panned out, but on Steam specifically, I don't think the tooling ever got done inside Steam to really support that ecosystem. So it never really developed. It's half there today, but it's kind of junk. It's not useful. And the, the really interesting thing, the truly interesting thing about that is the reason why it's half implemented is because of that. Everybody is equal. We toured uh, in 2013. We toured the, the Valve headquarters back when they were at their third base in Bellevue, Washington. And the thing that they struck home was such a great place to work at because if you were, if you didn't want to work at a project, you just took your desk and you took your wheeled little chair and you wheeled it to somebody else's project entirely. So you get bored, you move to something else. Now, I don't know if you know video gamers, but I think we did a whole episode on gaming AD&D, ADHD, in which case, you know, people get bored. There's whenever anything gets hard, people walk away. Valve has a history of, of, you know, the joke is Valve can't make any game past, you know, iteration three. Past iteration two, really, they, there's no such thing as a as a, a threequel for them because they just don't finish anything. And what does get finished always seems like it's a designed by a committee. Like, you know, the old the old joke is, uh, what if you had a committee try to design a horse? What would you get? You get a camel. That's pretty much the feeling it, it is. And uh, when you're dealing with Valve stuff, and, and it, it applies to Steam, you have this clear design idea by Gabe Newell, also known as Lord Gaben, Gaben, whatever, but they just can't seem to get to the point. And, and while they focus on one aspect of Steam, like the customer service aspect fails, or when they focus on customer service, the, 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 um, moderation side fails or whatever. And it's just, so, so you're talking about these these wonderful failures that Steam has. Why is it then that Steam is held up as the end-all and be-all of uh, online game stores? Honestly, I mean, I understand the, the separate ecosystems, but Steam has, like, Steam has hooks into Ubisoft. You can buy, um, well, no, it's pretty much just Ubisoft, right? <laughs> you, can, you can pretty much only buy Ubisoft games on Steam. You play it now, Epic. Well, you know the, they have a couple of EA titles, like older ones, but nothing crazy. That's but because anyway. they were first. It's like yeah, 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 they were first, and they were the ones that had this great idea. You know what? Not only are we going to patch, they, they, but we're going to sell games. I understand that they were they were first and all that, but but how is it that oh, you know, Steam reviews? That's the end all and be all. It's it's really not. Most people don't use them. <laughs> it's right. ridiculous. That's not um, necessarily true. I mean, my, I, I, I look at it as an overview. Like, oh, at this is Blood and Bacon. I understand. Saw and the that's reviews. That's why she won. That's why she won. <laughs> she saw the reviews and she and went, oh, hell no. She wants it. Exactly. She's going to get it. It's okay. She's going to get it. But all of the things that Steam has and does, they, they cannot be held as like, oh, 
if, say, Epic Launcher doesn't have these things, then it's automatically a failure. Not necessarily. It yeah, just I, means I it's going to do that. things differently. Right. But OK, this is this is the same type of thing. If if you look at the success or failure of an item, and it doesn't matter if it's Steam or if it's WoW or if it's, uh, say, a rollout of a, of a healthcare thing, it's it. There's things that are always the same in a success and there's always the same in a failure. And the best thing right now to say why is steam working is because steam is it, it's too big it's to the fail default. yeah it's the it's default, default. default. And all the other launchers are like, you know what? We either want to be like Steam in some ways and do Steam things this way, or we don't want to be like Steam because Gabe's absolutely insane. I don't know if that's the case, but, and they try to try to do the changes. Now, the difference is, you know, there's not that many launchers that allow multi-publisher sales. There's a lot, you know, like EA does EA games, uh, Ubisoft well, does Ubisoft games, Bethesda does Bethesda games, Blizzard does Blizzard's games. EA and Ubisoft, they they allow other publishers onto their platforms. Do they? Yes. They're yes. all are they all third party or do do they allow each other? Uh, I don't think they like uh, you can't buy an an origin game on UPlay. Okay. But right. they, so, they certainly but, allow like like you can buy let's take The Walking Dead, the the Clementine series, you can buy that on either platform. Overkills. Okay. No, not Overkills. Um I don't Telltale. know if over, Overkill's The Walking Dead. I'm not sure if you can get it on either one of those, but that so, game failed spectacularly. That's a story for another time. <laughs> so the 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 basic thing is is that Steam will allow anyone uh, where which anyone who wants to play by Steam's rules and mm-hmm. and EA and Ubisoft will only let certain people yeah they're more safe. access. Well, I don't think that's necessarily true. I, well, I, th- they, their, their stores have multiple games in there that aren't by Ubisoft or EA. right, right. They, they but they but those people who want to sell an Ubi, uh, Ubisoft or Origin or whatever, they mm-hmm. have to agree to the contract that states X happens if you decide to sell on our platform. Mm-hmm. Which again, you know, Steam has the same thing. They they have that as well. Uh, and for the longest time, that was perfectly fine for every company to be able to do it. Uh, you you go through Steam. Yeah, there was no no other option really. So right, and and maybe there's no infrastructure at each place. You know, and, and the interesting thing is is Microsoft has their own store as well, and they would be more than happy to sell anything to anyone who wants to sell in the Microsoft store. They'd be perfectly happy. The problem is Microsoft is probably the most clueless, <laughs> in my opinion, of all the the launchers out there because they're like, oh yeah, well we're going to treat you like a business. You know, here's the here's the deal, and it's probably one of the worst deals out there. Maybe I don't know because not many people take them up on it. Yeah, Microsoft's Windows or Game Store or whatever the fuck it is, it's kind of terrible. It, it is. I, it I is. bought the one game on that and that was it. I was just like, well, I'm never doing this shit again. State of decay too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That was, that was, wow. That was terrible. And, but it was a terrible experience from the launcher perspective. The game yeah. itself was okay. <laughs> yeah. The game, the game and, and it's it. Well, I, I want to revisit it because I know they've added a lot to it, but that's another topic for another day. Um, the whole thing here is that, is that we're looking at all these different launchers as a delivery service. And the only thing that's different to us is the company that presents it. And if we can trust that company to a specific degree, that's the only difference. So does it really matter? You've already said, Brandon, no, it doesn't really matter. And Ken, you've pretty much said the same thing because the only thing that matters is if you find that company reprehensible or not. I see it as going back to the days before we had the launchers. 
but tra- just a yeah. bunch of icons on my desktop. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't give a crap. That's, true. that's, true. that's, that's what I say going back to. I mean, so that, that's the only difference. So gamers are gamers right to be up in arms about Epic. I mean, I have my personal feeling, which is tinfoil hat time. There are others who are, are very upset over the idea of, of Epic's taking Metro away from steam. And then there are other people who are even more upset by the Metro developers themselves who released some crazy weird ass statement talking about how it's pirates fault. And if it doesn't sell well, they're going to never make another game for PC, which you know what, if a game doesn't sell well, either your company, is going to close or you're not going to sell for the PC. You don't sell for the company or the, the thing that doesn't make you money. So which means the next Metro is going to be on your phone. Just like Blizzard says the next Diablo is going to be on your phone because you know what? We all have phones. Well, and the power of phones is a lot higher these days. So yeah, I mean, but when I heard like PUBG was on phones, I'm like, really? What? You, okay. Or power to you. I don't know why you'd want to play it on a phone, but I'm also a middle-aged gamer who's PC master race. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be uh, a console. There's always going to be a PC of some sort, a gaming rig of some sort, whether it is, you know, a variation on the switch, the Nintendo switch, which is kind of like a nice tablet that you could then plug into your, your TV, or if it's going to be where you have your 30 inch TV with the wraparound view and the VR goggles and everything like that, it, it, what we're headed towards is going to be very interesting. But what we have right now is, is there really an issue with game launchers or are issues more with the publishers? I think the issue is with the gamers. I think they're being little bitches and they need to grow the fuck up. Well, that is, that is something, you know, for 25 years, every single time Microsoft has released an update to their operating system, everybody flips the fuck out. They do. They're just like, exactly. oh my God, I'm never going to upgrade. I was like that with XP. I was going to hold on to XP. There was no way I was moving up to whatever was next until what Vista. was the, yeah, Vista. Was Vista the game? Yeah, there was the gaming Vista was Vista was next after XP, I believe. No, ME was. No, ME was no, definitely After not. 98. Yeah, no, wait, no, that's right. There was you 95, 98, XP. ME. <laughs> yeah, XP, Vista. And then what was after Vista? Seven? Seven, yeah. And then 10. And Eight. Every single <laughs> was there eight? I don't remember yeah, eight. Eight, eight point one, and then I don't 10. remember eight. The, the dead didn't Christ. No, uh, yeah, no. Eight was great. I don't remember it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't got, listen, listen, listen. My upgrade path went like this. I got, uh, I got XP. Right, I paid for XP. Ninety-five. I, I, no, no, XP. Three point one one. Okay. Um, I paid That's twenty bucks. Paid twenty bucks for uh, Vista, and then. After Vista, every other OS I got for free. They just send me copies. <laughs> well, you know, it's great. I love it. The, the like, upgrade to on. ten was fantastic. What? By the way, the upgrade for ten, where everybody who had it, I, they gave it away for free. Oh, are, yeah. you, are you an up? Are you a tastemaker, Dresta? Tastemaker. Uh, are you a tastemaker, Brandon? Do you just people just send you stuff for free and so you influence your friends? And stuff? Windows, Microsoft does. Okay. They send me all kinds of shit. Like I have. I have uh, all of their server OSs, which is great. That's their huge. Is fantastic. Their well, new that's, is that part of uh, MSDN or whatever? They don't have that anymore. Well, I'm, not I'm not a, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm a tech, tech something, tech net. Yeah, tech, tech net. Tech net. Okay. Tech net subscriber. I'm not a subscriber. I'm just in tech net. Wow. They send me, they send me a bunch of surveys. I fill out the surveys. It takes like 10 minutes. That's then fantastic. They send me free copies of shit. I mean, I'll do that all the goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, that's, that's really <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we're doing. <laughs> no, that has everything to do with it because what that is, is Microsoft in many ways doesn't necessarily understand the common gamer, but they understand 
the power gamer or the power influencers, the people, and they, they have so many years of experience in figuring out that people are going to complain. And it's, it, it's, again, it's something like we talked about with the MMO. People are going to complain. You just have to sit there and manage the expectations. And every, like, like when discord created their store or humble bundle created their store, their, their launcher, whatever, it made a blip in the water because yeah, you know what? No, no big deal. That's kind of cool. Another, another company, good old games, whatever they got. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Epic did it and they did it in such a way that it was a giant, big splashing F you to everyone for no apparent reason because pre-orders was, on steam. And it was just more of an F you to steam. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all it was. It was an F you to steam. And it, and it wasn't even that big of an F you it's two games that number one of them, it's a single player game. I I've read countless threads saying oh well i'm not gonna buy it on steam because that's where all my friends are you're playing a single fucking player game who gives a shit what your <laughs> friends are doing you're playing a single fucking player game but everybody's got to see my achievements no, that's, everybody's got to see oh, the amount God. of hours i've played no 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 you're right you're right you're absolutely right and absolutely I, right and i can watch you play the player single player game except but you can watch me anyway time. right on you can watch me anyway if i link it to steam or if i link it to steam I can fucking broadcast it. Yeah, well, it, so when it works. This, I have so many problems with that thing. It is it is a tempest in a teapot, and it is again the the volatility of of gamers who don't realize that they should just shut up and close their wallet and go from there. But yeah, exactly, again, if they if they didn't if they basically if the people who were boycotting Metro and all this other nonsense said, you know something, I'm just not going to buy it. I don't really give a shit that it's on steam or Epic or, or whatever the fuck. I'm just not going to buy it. I'd be okay with that. That, that is a position I can respect. It's okay the, not to play a game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the, Oh, I'm, I'm boycotting this because it's not going to be on steam. Okay. Why? Because it's not on steam. You're going to, you're going to really shoot yourself in the foot just because it's not on your preferred platform. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not like they're going to say we're not playing it on PC at all. And now you're going to have to buy yourself a PlayStation or an Xbox or whatever it's going to be on. They're just basically saying, hey, man, you're not getting it on this one way. You're going to get it a different way. Now, someone like me. What's that? Go ahead. The ones with the division, the people that are complaining about the division, they didn't even take the time to read what had happened. <laughs> what are people complaining about on the, 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 the division? Uh, division two is also going to be exclusive to. Epic Game Store. You cannot buy it on Steam. What about yeah, Ubisoft? They, yeah, you can certainly buy it on UPlay. Why the fuck would you? Why would Ubisoft? Yeah, that's why deny I was themselves. That. <laughs> yes, yeah, but that's the thing. The people were saying, "Oh, you can't buy it anywhere on PC." No, you can buy it on UPlay, and you right. probably should buy it on UPlay because Epic Game Store. I, you know, I installed the launcher for about ten minutes, and I was like, "Well, this sucks," and I fucking removed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, this is this is one of those things where. People are up in arms over nothing. Well, yeah. Maybe it's not a bad thing uh, that there's a there's competitors to Steam. Uh, I I really don't think the, it, competition's a bad thing. It's uh, it's not. I I for ages I've wanted a, a competition to Steam. I want more more choice. That's why I have the the good old games uh, uh, launcher installed, so I can go back and and, and look at the old games. Plus, it's it's also nice to uh, to have the ability to look and see sales and whatnot. Good old games, mm-hmm. it, truly. I, I somebody needs to send them this, or can <laughs> we need to find somebody who's willing to reach out and be like, "Hey, give us give us some sponsorships," um, <laughs> because honestly, Good Old Games is just a fantastic uh, fantastic service, and in, they are they are technically right up our demographic. Which wait, sorry, yeah, older gamers, yeah. 
which I'm assuming we have a demographic. Well, a demographic absolutely, of one, we do. A demographic of one. It's like the army of one uh, uh, advertising campaigns they had. Demographic. So, so yeah. So we love you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much. We're sending you blood and bacon. So <laughs> twice, twice a day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, we talked about Valve as a culture and the, the idea that maybe they don't necessarily have their own best interests in mind in their idea of presenting themselves. Uh, it, I mean, you know, they're, they're printing money. They're making so much money doing things the way they like. Why bother change? Well, you might want to change because the industries are finally catching up to you and going, we don't particularly like the way you're doing things. We're going to try it our own way. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit also about, uh, you know, my own paranoia about, you know, but at at the same time, I have a cell phone from Google and I install apps on it all the time, you know, so it's probably listening to me right now going, Oh, I see. He's paranoid about being listened. Thank God. Let's get him an Alexa. It's, it's really scary. Sometimes when I'm talking to my kid, we're sitting on the couch and I'm like, Oh, why don't you check your internet device? And like she pulls up Google and she types in one letter and it's what we were talking about. It's scary as shit. There are ways of turning that off, (laughs) by the way. It doesn't involve physically removing the microphone. (laughs) No, no, there's a setting in there that that you change and you have to check it every once in a while because they like to switch it back. And it, it, Honest to goodness, we as a culture, this is, hold on, let me get my soapbox out. Let me get on top of it here. We as a culture are so indoctrinated to be perfectly fine with our smartphones, our smart TVs, our launchers, our our PCs, whatever, listening to us and giving up the commodity of our personal privacy to be able to have commercials targeted to us. So. Fast searches. Yeah, absolutely. I I, that shit, man. I don't. Yeah. When our microwave starts making popcorn for us, uh, just because we're like, yeah, I'm feeling the Alexa microwave. Yeah, exactly. Alexa popcorn. (laughs) No, you're so because you just ordered a movie. So it knows you're going to want popcorn with that. Oh yeah. And it's just, this is, this is our, our future and, and people will buy a smartphone, not understanding the relationship they're creating with their smartphone and people sit here and and they make a tempest in a teacup, a mountain out of a molehill about this launcher issue. And, you know, I know I'm being paranoid. I know the issue with the Epic Games launcher is is not about the Chinese government sitting there and and assigning me worth based on the games I play. It's not like that. But it is something to be concerned about. Our personal privacy is something in games, on our PCs, in our phones, is something to worry about. And it should be a conversation that we have every time a company comes out with some something new to put on our machine. Yeah. That that's my take on it. Now, what would be great, what would be fantastic is a meta launcher that takes all the crap that we see and puts it into one place. So there's just one shiny icon. And then you can click and say, oh, I'm going to go over to the origin area and watch it burn to the ground. And I'm going to go over here to the, the Ubisoft area. And I'm going to buy uh, division two here. And Oh, there's all my other games. And these are all my friends that they've all been t- piled together. A meta launcher would be fantastic. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. However, yes. Uh, getting, I mean, uh, let's think about this cross play between mm-hmm. Microsoft and, and Sony is something that has been, they've been fighting about for ever now. Right. Right. For, for quite a while. Right. Do you do you really think Origin and I'm oh, sorry, EA and, and Ubisoft are gonna be like, Yeah, here here's the API to our, our system. Go ahead. 
play around in our back end. No, <laughs> well, <I don't. laughs> you know, it's, it's, you encapsulate it, you know, you don't necessarily need an API per se, but it's like, uh, say a virtual space. You can say, okay, this lives in that location and it's isolated, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, there are I ways mean, of getting around not having the API and eventually I mean, one launcher to rule them all is, is yes. What, what steam should have been or mm-hmm. what steam was, was trying to be. Right. Um, and I'm actually glad that it's not, I'm glad that it's not working. I, I don't want one launcher. <laughs> Fair <laughs> just, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be in, in, and think of all the data that, I mean, you're, you're paranoid about, you know, companies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tracking you and all this other stuff. Think mm-hmm. about all the data Steam has on you. you oh, know. yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you murder that guy? Or, or how many times did you help Preston Garvey out? <laughs> yeah. Well, he couldn't have been murdering <laughs> Not him as... because he was live streaming him and getting the achievement for playing one billion hours of yeah, exactly. kind of thing. Pre- but we know he wasn't running a macro or to do it because we know everything else that he's running on the system. Mm-hmm. And they have their anti-cheat built in. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous, too. Yeah. And uh, their inherent DRM, which is People call it a DRM. I don't really know if I feel comfortable necessarily calling it a DRM, but it's DRM alike. I'll grant them that. Now, DRM, for those of you that don't know, is digital rights management, which basically says I legitimately own the copy of this software, if you're not familiar with with DRM. And licensed, not own, licensed. Licensed. Oh, right. Because you don't own software. I rented this software. Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, We can thank Bill Gates uh, for Microsoft doing that. Licensing will license you the software versus allowing you to have it, which is an interesting conversation to have another day. Guys, I think we've pretty much uh, beaten this horse to a pulp. Um, Honestly, I don't know if, uh, if we've actually come up with a solution. I don't think there is a solution. I don't Except think we to say, were supposed to have a solution. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what the funny thing is? Is that I think we're we're getting a theme here, nine episodes in, that we really don't like gamers. Um, No. We hate ourselves. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I oh, say, wait, wait, wait. Ken really hates certain publishers. That's definitely. That's definitely yeah. true. Sure. Um, I didn't I didn't realize it took you nine episodes to learn that, though. <laughs> I would have gladly told you that beforehand. And if you didn't learn that beforehand, at, that's at on length? you for not paying attention. Right. That's my fault. My bad. No, okay. I'll go back to the whole idea that we are are less than thrilled with uh, the common gamer. How's I that? don't I don't like how how whiny <laughs> the the common gamer is. Yeah. Like, I, I remember patches like shit being broken for for ages yeah. in games months and having to work around it months. yeah and if you're um, lucky so. the only reason you got <laughs> the patch is because they included it in that cd in pc gaming monthly that you picked up <laughs> exactly <laughs> yep. Yep. You know. yep yep so so i just i just i i cannot stand how whiny some and and my 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 biggest complaint with modern gamers is simple it's really really simple they are of the mindset of I've tried nothing. Please help me. That pisses me off to no end. Yeah. It's like, oh, so what steps have you done to uh, rectify your problem? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You've done nothing. You've d- d- make put an effort in. So, so, <laughs> this so, is absolutely a topic for a another a ten, day. Another a day. Ten episode spent. <laughs> yeah, a mini, a special mini series. But I'll sum up my opinion that, um, in theory, it should work because it's a product we can we we were sold that should work. So ideally we shouldn't have to put any work into making it work, mm-hmm. but 
that is not the reality of the situation as we all know. So there's a lot of moving parts and you got to make some effort on your part to make it all kind of reconcile. But that's not the culture today, as we just discussed. The culture that has been around for a while, and I think I talked a little bit about it in the MMO episode, is the idea that not only do is it I've tried nothing and I'm absolutely out of ideas. It's I've tried nothing and my expectations need to be met. Regardless of whether those expectations are based in reality or not. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and that is exactly uh, the big problem. Yep. So, all right. Well, now we've got (laughs) next week's episode all set to go. We could probably have Wes edited and together. All set to uh, go. I think we already recorded it. We can probably. Yeah. I was going to say he could just cut it together and we'll have, you know, two episodes (laughs) out of this one. You mean I got a week off? All right. Uh, No, 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 no. Not after the 14 months that we had off after Christmas. Um, I'll tell you what, let's, let's head into the second intermission right now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And their friends and neighbors and their friends and neighbors. Oh, sorry. Um, Welcome back. Yeah. Like Ken said, Um, now we did our super quick summary at the end of uh, of the the big talk there right before the intermission. So we're going to go into our patented lightning round. And this time is going to be a quiz about Valve and Steam. Gentlemen, are you ready? As ready as I'm going to ever be. I mean, I guess so. Fantastic. Okay. (laughs) I promise not to Google any of this. Uh, well, I think I gave away one of the answers in our conversation, but that's just a way for me to see if you guys were paying attention to me. What? 2002. Blood and bacon? What? What? Mostly positive ratings on, but right. go. Just go already. True go. or false? Valve Corporation has a game set to be released this year. False. 2019? False. 2019. It is true. The really? game is... Uh, well, you know what? I don't have the name of it, but the game is set to be released this year. They bought the company. The the um, so it's not they developed the game. Oh, they, they, they no, they didn't. But they have a game <laughs> set to be released under the Valve name because yeah. they bought this company. Okay. Well, when was the last time Valve actually released a game that was wholly their IP? It's been a while. Uh, I think Half Life Two. That that's right. Left 4 Dead Two would probably be which or, was no, inherently an IP they bought nope. anyway. So. Yeah, they, they no no Half Life Two Portal. Uh, Portal. No Portal was Nebocular Drop. That was another company they bought. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, wow. they don't they don't have a great reputation for Ricochet in house anymore. Yeah, that was the last one. It was Ricochet? <laughs> Ricochet was that like mid nineties? No, no, it was it was the early two thousands. It was after Half Life Two, but before. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the name so. of the game. The name of the game is. In the Valley of the Gods. Yes. Or In the Valley of Gods. Sorry. No, would you stop looking stuff up? Because no. you're going to ruin it. Well, you're going to ruin no, it. I don't, no. I don't no, want to no, know what that game is about, though. You'll we understand do. once we get to question number three. Number two, did you know that before developing Steam, Valve approached many companies to help them build it with no success? Which of these companies was not among those that were approached? Ooh, Sony, okay. Yahoo, Real Networks, or Microsoft? Real Networks. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to go with real because no, they they approached Yahoo, Real Networks, and Microsoft. They did not approach Sony. See what they they had problems keeping online games such as Counter Strike up to date with new patches. So they sought to create a platform that would distribute game updates and improve anti piracy and anti cheat measures. 
it's said that selling games on the platform wasn't even a thought originally. Yep, that's true. So what is not a real Valve game? Counter-Strike Neo, Day of Defeat, Ricochet, In the Valley of Gods, Stars of Blood. Star. Uh, I never heard of Stars of Blood, so we'll go with that. That uh, is correct. Okay, I guess yeah. I'll answer nope. that. Brandon nope. just doesn't <laughs> answer, apparently. Because he was looking at the Wikipedia page where I got this information from. Um <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's correct. Stars of Blood was going to be a game, but in true Valve uh, fashion, they canceled it. Oh, well, I didn't even know that. So. Yeah, it was a, a space pirate game from November November 2012. That would have been uh, nice. That would have been pretty cool. Uh, speaking of... With, um, the, what's the name of that stupid game that's never coming out? Um, no Man's Sky? No, no, no. No, I, No Man's Sky I, came out, and it's apparently pretty good now. Uh, 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 Star oh, Citizen? Shit. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah, Star Citizen. And actually, interestingly enough, um, so much uh, Ubisoft was going to release a space pirate game with no combat uh, in which uh, Watch Dogs, yeah, listen to this, in Watch Dogs 2, your character could go to Ubisoft's headquarters in-game and steal a non-released trailer for an upcoming game. And that game was going to be um, like Firefly in space, but it's been canceled or <laughs> canceled enough that the what's going to come out has nothing to do with what they originally thought. So, number three, Steam takes how big of a percentage when it sells a game? 10%, 30%, 50%, or 70%? 30%. Yeah, I thought you already said 30%. Yeah, I, see, you were listening to me. Now, that <sighs> said, I having known a couple Steam uh, game developers that have published on Steam, I think that number is technically negotiable. But yes, yes. Uh, see, media platforms are not submitted to anti-competition laws uh, to manage their business. So they can do price fixing if they want to. And they can have different term uh, depending on the publisher game movie, whatever they can. Yeah, they so can if do you're, if you're a big publisher and you're like, hey, we want to put it on Steam, they'll probably give you a, a deeper discount versus yep. if you're a 100 percent, you know, garage based indie and like, hey, I just want to get my game out. They'll probably be like 30. Fork it over. How many games are currently on Steam? One million four hundred thirty two thousand six hundred and twelve. 120 million, 532 million, 781 million. Uh, the whatever's lowest. Yeah, the first one. 1,432,612. Sounds about right. You are wrong. It is 781 million games are currently Jesus. on Steam. And I think our friend Chris owns yes. most of them and played <laughs> most of them. How many of those games have never? It doesn't feel right. No, it's true. It's true. How many of those games have never been played percentage wise? 4%, ah. 17%, 32%, 37%, 98%. 37%. Well, played as in like the game never released a point of playability no, no. or a person Nobody received the game and no one's actually put hours into it. Yeah, they've been purchased. They've been there online, but nobody's okay. played. Them. What were the numbers again? Four, 17, 32, 37, 98. Uh, I'll go 37. 37 is correct. Yeah, in a row. Now, it's not my library. Would That would be the 98%. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us have Steam games that they're like, why Why did I Why did I buy this? Yeah, I, know, I know a couple of people that just I... collect games to collect games. I'm just like, I don't understand why. why. You sure, know, you're getting it at 90% off, so you're only paying a buck 50 for that game. You're never going to play it. I own this game. It's 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 crazy. It's called uh, Blood and Bacon. Mm-hmm. Really, I heard about this game. I heard <laughs> it has great reviews. Have Fantastic you played reviews. it? I have played it for all of twenty two minutes. Wow, uh-huh. double uh-huh. digits, huh? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's uh, that makes sure it's not one of the thirty seven percent. Unfortunately, yes. So you know, we need to get ball caps that say, "Are you a member of the thirty seven percent or something?" Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. 
absolutely on the back. White merchandising. Uh, and our last question is: Valve's Gabe Newell formerly worked for Microsoft. What does he do now with his spare time? Chase the perfect bagel? March the streets of Bellevue, Washington with a clapboard sign proclaiming the end is near. Donate time to 826 Seattle for underprivileged kids. Sponsor a racing team. Meditate. Or work with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I would guess sponsor a racing team, honestly. Work with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Only because I hear it on NPR all the time. (laughs) oh well yeah the name yeah bill and melinda gates foundation uh actually the answer is sponsor a racing team yeah Yeah, of course yeah so that's our oh go ahead no no we're good go yeah i was just gonna say that's our lightning round guys uh all those answers sourced by me so if i said anything wrong feel free to let me know post on our comments here at lunchgroupproductions.com and get entered into a chance to win blood and bacon guaranteed (laughs) chance to win (laughs) Get entered in a chance to not win. <laughs> yeah, actually, the more you, the more comments that are brought, the more chance you're not going to win. So bring it's more people in. Lottery. That's right. You, you don't want this game. So I gotta be, I gotta be uh, honest with you. Twenty-two minutes is about twenty minutes too long. So uh, is Blood and Bacon well, multiplayer? At what point? Honestly, I don't know. At what point did you say, "Hey"? This game is so bad. I got to share it with other people. At what point did you like, this is, this is that like the gaming equivalent of God, this tastes awful. You try it. <laughs> um, I want to say probably about 10 minutes in, I was like, this is, this is the <laughs> and, worst thing I've ever done. And that was like <laughs> two minutes before the game actually started. Cause that was you getting up to get a drink. Yeah. This play was, with the, yeah. Okay. Yep, right. Just watching the intro. I'm just like, okay, this, this looks but I think you know, I think I paid thirty cent for it when yeah. it was on a Steam sale or something like that, so I didn't really care. You but know, at the same ever... time, I wanted my thirty cent back. <laughs> <laughs> but did you refund it? <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, two I hours. Had a... It's under two hours of play. Yeah. You can get no, 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 I couldn't because by the time I had come to the realization, realization that this is probably the worst thing I've ever done, it was like a week and a half later or two weeks oh, later. Okay. So well, no, no, it's clock, it's yeah. under play time. Or did you no, leave it running in the background? No, it's two weeks. Oh, it's two weeks or under two hours? Yeah, two weeks or under two hours. Gotcha. Okay. You know, we have to we have to get our friend Dustin on here because he has a collection of awful video games. Oh, yes, he does. So I he think he has a collection uh, of awful everything. Yes, he does. <laughs> I've seen his plex. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. So And yeah, I like we'll, a lot of awful things like movies and stuff like that, but he has he is Creme de la creme, my friend. So things, for the longest time, I dug different. around. Yeah, yeah. I dug around looking for crazy shit for him. And uh, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, oh, I found something great. This is like, this is uh, from Thailand. And it's some crazy video movie about, uh, you know, aliens impregnating trees. Let me see. Oh, I've got that. I've seen it already. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw that like 10 years ago when it first came out on bootleg. <laughs> in fact, I, I think I was the one to tell you about it. I was like, but dude, it only comes on bootleg VHSs. Eh. So anyway, that's that's uh, that's Dustin. Maybe we'll get him on here to uh, torment my sister. Okay. <laughs> so guys, uh, any final remarks? Um, Division beta this weekend. Woohoo. Yep, Anybody who I wants am. a key, I've already got it. You've already got the key that you were going to offer out to other people? Uh, no, I've got two others. Oh, you know, the best part is by the time this comes out, it'll, that it'll will be, be a moot point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It will be so, already over. So <laughs> reach out to, to Brandon if you want to play the Division 2 beta this upcoming weekend. <laughs> oh, wait. And a time machine. And a time machine. <laughs> and honestly, 
if you have a time machine, then you've already asked. So moving right along, uh, Ken, do you have any any comments? <sighs> Probably somewhere, but I can't think of any right now. So Ken, how do you feel about EA? Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yep. Oh, that's it. You don't even think about them, do you? They are a non-entity. Persona non grata. Very cool. Uh, and uh, I don't have anything to say except, hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Lunch Crew but Gaming Podcast. Brandon uh, doesn't get anything to say? He already did. Okay, wait a second. Did <laughs> Brandon? <laughs> Brandon, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Would you like to say something about Ubisoft? Oh, yeah, Division. Yeah. Division is Division 2 is actually a game that might make me reconsider playing uh Division 2 looks <laughs> Division 2 looks amazing. Um How does it play? I mean, so you hear. I can't say anything yet. <laughs> Oh, wait, I got a question for you. Hey, Brandon, are you excited about Division 2 being free to play or the demo, whatever it is, open weekend this weekend? I certainly am. I can't wait to play that. Oh, the, be the first time, time you ever played it, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're really excited about it, right? Really, really excited. Really yes. excited about it. Okay. Can't wait Fantastic. to get my hands on it. Fantastic. Those missions. Re- uh all right well hey guys uh thank you so much for joining me letting me babble at you about my opinions and paranoia about uh launchers and uh we'll see you next time thank you to the audience all two and a half of you and uh i think we're done now